thing about this is usually we're in a dark place where we can either choose to believe that we're buried or that we're planted. So if we choose the latter and reflect on the challenges that led us to that place, then we start to have the foundation of a potential solution, right? That can be cultivated, that can actually become our greatest accomplishment. You're listening to the Melanin Medicine and Motherhood Podcast, the show that teaches Black women in medicine and academia how to live more fulfilled lives and go from just surviving to thriving. And I'm your host, Dr. Omolara Thomas Iwamadimo, physician, researcher, professor, social entrepreneur, wife, and mom of two. Whether it be reducing burnout, rediscovering your why, improving work-life integration, navigating racism, or just trying to keep it all together, my guests and I always have you covered. It's time to get inspired, get a plan, and get to work. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. And this is Omolara, and I hope that you all are doing well. You're in the January. You're feeling good. You've just slid through. Great. (laughs) Wonderful. And uh, today, I'm really excited because I'm going to talk about how fabulous we are as Black women. Um, And it was just interesting to me because I don't want to bring it up. I know how crazy it was, but I am going to bring it up. (laughs) I'm going to bring up the election. Okay. All right. Don't, don't stop the podcast. I'm going to bring it up and you're going to see not, it's not going to be crazy. You're going to see how it connects. Okay. And so (laughs) why I'm bringing up the election is because I believe the biggest thing that happened in the election, other than, you know, what, who getting kicked out and we're still kind of like holding our breath and waiting for that to happen. I think that actually is supposed to happen next week if I'm if I'm thinking correctly. But anyway, the big I think exciting thing that happened from that November date and week I should say was people recognized that you need to trust black women, okay? And that we are so decisive and strategic and I want us to walk into that and think about how that shows up in our lives, how we live our lives, how we how we run things, how we move. And I think we don't walk into that. We don't own it. As you know, we're doing a challenge this whole month in the Facebook group called Own Your Power. And that's what, you know, this episode is going to be about that. Like, girl, it's time to own that power that you possess and that you think is kind of like, oh, isn't this how everyone does it? No, no. (laughs) So we need to own it, leverage it, use it to our advantage. And one of the things that I think was really interesting is that the work that Stacey Abrams, Latasha Brown, and others did was not reactive, right? It wasn't things that even happened in 2020. What we saw was the result of plotting, planning, and actions that Black women led to save our country starting two years prior to the election. And one of the things that we often overlook is that a large amount of patience is required to ensure that a powerful vision becomes reality. And I know y'all don't like to hear the P word. I don't either. I don't like the patience word, <laughs> but... 
it cannot be underestimated that amount of like fortitude, right? That was needed for Stacey Abrams to shake herself. Because if we think back to 2018, right, she had a election that was rigged against her and to shake herself out of that difficult place where it was stolen and decide that that valley would be a launching pad to build an organization that would change the landscape of our country. Can I, can, can you just take that in for a second? Someone who was in their darkest place, knowing that an election was stolen from her, fought for that, but still had to sit with those results saying, you know what I'm going to do? I might, you know, cry for like 12 hours, maybe 24. And then I am going to build a machine that is going to ensure that this kind of crap doesn't happen again. And it is going to be so powerful that it is going to potentially change the results of an election that was desperately, (laughs) that desperately needed change, right? And this is a very common theme, I think, that's embedded in this story. It's an inspiring moment for me. And that's why I bring it up, even though we're in January. And I know we got inauguration coming up. So (laughs) so people are getting popcorn like, is this going to happen the way that it needs to? But I think the really big thing about this is usually we're in a dark place where we can either choose to believe that we're buried or that we're planted. So if we choose the latter and reflect on the challenges that led us to that place, then we start to have the foundation of a potential solution, right? That can be cultivated, that can actually become our greatest accomplishment. And so I think this is extremely important for many of us who are sitting in stuff and we're like in the soil, it's dark. We're like, mm, okay, well, I guess I'm not coming out of here. <laughs> Instead of understanding that what's in this soil, okay? This is dark, Yes, but what do I have? Do I have networks? Do I have any resources? Do I have any skills? Do I have any tools that I can use while I'm down here to help grow what's supposed to come out of this? It's a different mindset completely, but it's a really invigorating mindset that oftentimes can counteract so much of the toxic stress that we face in our work. And not to say that, you know, we don't need active work that is happening in the places that are giving us the toxic stress or putting us in the soil, right? We do need that and we need both. It's a both and situation, but we also need to think about what is it that I can leverage? And I've talked about this in terms of my journey of, you know, not actually getting the role that I had put together, put together a job description, a budget, all that stuff for this role and was told yes initially and then no and was told I had to prove myself, and I kind of tapped out, and I was like, okay, prove myself. And literally, that was a two-year process. So I don't know if it's something about two years, but that happened in November 2018, and then by December 2020, I was like, bye, (laughs) I'm gone. But I didn't just jump, right? I was building. And so I think it's really important for us to remember that there's a choice there, for what we're doing. And that choice, I will tell you, it was not, it was expensive. I had to pay a lawyer to like develop a contract because I knew what I was building and I wanted to make sure it was mine and not the health institution. I had to negotiate. I had to, so that was time. I had to find a business coach 
which was expensive. I had to get marketing people to start building my audience all through 2020. And it was expensive, but would I change that? Would I say that I spent money? Nope. I would say I invested money that has given so much back to me. And this is a really important concept that I do want to bring to us as Black women because I know that there's a lot of money mindset around, well, I work hard for this money and I do too. But oftentimes we will hold close to it instead of investing it and recognizing that that investment, when we use the word invest, that that means that that money is coming back to us somehow. It's going to come back as more time. It's going to come back as a business. It might come back as, you know, a promotion that leads to more. You just have to think strategically. And I think it's just important for us to think about the choices we make and think about that patience is going to be key and that we need to invest. So I want to ask you a question. Do any of the following apply to you? Are you feeling burnt out? isolated, frustrated, unclear about the future, maybe stuck or overwhelmed or just fearful about taking the next steps towards your goals. Well, first, I want you to know that you're not alone. And second, I want you to know that you don't have to stay there. And how do I know that? Because I was you. As a Black woman in medicine and for Black women in academia, We have so much that we do for everyone else that it's easy to say that our needs, that our priorities don't matter. Well, they do and you do. So I want to invite you to learn a little bit more about Empowered and our signature programs. Empowered is helping Black women learn more about themselves and actually step into their greatness. For example, Our collective helps Black women experiencing isolation seek more knowledge, new skills, have peer mentors and networking to help them navigate personal and professional challenges. Or maybe change makers, which is for the Black women in medicine and academia who's experiencing overwhelm, burnout, or lack of clarity on her purpose, and getting that personalized support and strategy to live more fulfilled through group coaching and strategy sessions. Or maybe you're a vision builder for Black women who are experiencing fear or lack of the necessary skills to implement their vision and are seeking support and strategy to make that vision of their professional and their personal success a reality. So if any of these are where you sit, I would love to invite you to a discovery call with me, Dr. Omolara, CEO of Melanin Medicine and Motherhood and founder of Empowered. So don't stay where you are. You have so much to do, so much to give, and you have a greater purpose. And so let's walk into your greatness together. You can connect with me at www.melaninmedicinemotherhood.com and just click on work with me and let's have a discovery call to lo- so I can learn more about you, what your goals are, what's holding you back, and how we can support you. Once again, just click on www.melaninmedicinemotherhood.com and click on work with me. I look forward to speaking with you soon. I want you to think about any situation you're facing right now, one that is particularly difficult, one that seems to be a low point at this time. 
And I want to provide three things that we all can do to shift from feeling buried, to shift from feeling that we are buried, to knowing that we are planted. Yes. Okay. I am not a preacher, but <laughs> I can, I can get into those, those moments. Well, the three things we're going to talk about is acknowledging the confusion and lack of clarity, conducting a personal audit and then dreaming and beware of our tendency to be the reality police. Okay. So the first thing is acknowledging the confusion and lack of clarity. So not having all of the answers tends to be uncomfortable for many of us, right? Who of course we have all the answers, right? That's blasphemy to say it otherwise. For those of us in medicine and academia, as Black women in those spaces, I don't know, usually can serve as validation to haters that show up in the spaces of work and our learning. But we need to remember that we can't bring that into our whole entire lives and being. And so acknowledging the confusion or acknowledging lack of clarity is key to making the case for reflection, right? And the potential clarity that comes from it. So even reflection is an action as long as you're doing it and as long as you're writing and as long as you're actually, you know, really focused on on taking time specifically to do reflection. So I just want to share that that clarity is going to come not only from reflection, because you can reflect all day, every day, but taking that reflection and moving it into action. The other thing that I think is extremely important is conducting a personal audit. So once we've identified that these are the questions that exist, we can start our reflection and then hopefully rise by taking stock of what were the problems in the situation right? That led you to the place that you're in. So were there different decisions that you could have made? Was there a need for a new structure, something that currently didn't exist? Is there a resource that you overlooked that you need to now dive into? It might be a a person, it might be a course, who knows? It might be a book, a podcast like this one, or a skill that you need to dive deeper into, right? And so that's extremely important in terms of just taking the reflection, but also personally looking, did I have anything I need to change the circumstances that I'm in right now? Do I have anything that would be able to, that I've been overlooking? And then what don't I have that is going to be crucial? And that's where investment and thinking future oriented starts to come into play as well. And then the third thing that I think is going to be extremely important is dreaming and Making sure that we don't fall into our tendency to be the reality police. Yes, the reality police. So, so once you have identified what needs to change, we're going to have to do something. You have to think about what would have to happen in order for a better outcome from the situation you went through. So the reality police come in and that can also be your ego and your subconscious comes in and is like, nope, that's not going to work. Nope, nope, nope. Don't do that. Nope. That's not realistic. But I want you to put a muzzle on the ego and be like, you know, you know how like people tape like um, somebody's hands in, in, in the chair. I want you to put that ego right there and be like, sorry, you're not here right now. So you're going to have to stay over there while I start to think through this. So you honestly, you know, in terms of whatever the better outcome is, you may not be the one who needs to create the thing, right? You may be the one that needs to assemble the greatest minds in order to act or 
I want you to just be aware of that inner reality police. He often likes to let you know how ridiculous your ideas are. But no, please know that you've done hard things, hard, crazy things before, right? Medicine, academia, anyone, (laughs) let's think about it. So I think it's extremely important to think early about who needs to be at the table, at your table that you're building, and realize that the hardest thing that you might have to do is send the email or make the phone call. It's worth it, ladies. It's absolutely worth it. Whatever that momentary discomfort is or like, oh my gosh, they're going to think, stuff it and make the phone call. Send the email. So throughout the week, I want you to think about how you're taking the negative places you've landed and making it a positive place to grow. It's a decision. But it is one of the most meaningful choices that you will make when you choose to change your mindset towards that. And so I'm hoping that this is helpful for you. I'm hoping it's going to be helpful in terms of owning that power that we talked about. And so, as you know, we are doing our Own Your Power Challenge in our Facebook group. So if you go to Facebook.com, I know some of you are on Facebook, but come on for the month and then and then close your account. But if you come in for, you probably won't, to, won't want to because our Facebook group is popping. But if you come in and you'll put in Melanin Medicine Motherhood, you will find us and come in, answer the questions, join the fun. Every day I'll be putting out a video with a different action thought point for reflection for the women in the challenge, we're doing giveaways, and we're also going to have a grand prize at the end of this that is going to include me, one-on-one time, planning for the year, and that's all I can say. So <laughs> so I'm excited to have so many of you joining in on this, and I'm hoping that you really are going to take this episode to heart. Remember, trust Black women, which means trust yourself, okay? And have a good rest of the week. I will see you next week. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Melanin Medicine and Motherhood podcast. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other women of color in medicine and academia, just like you, find the show. And if you want to hear more from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Melanin Medicine Motherhood. Plus, you can take our free self-assessment for Black women in medicine and academia at omolaramd.com forward slash assessment. When you complete it, you'll get your results, a bonus action guide to help move you from surviving to thriving, and access to our weekly Empowered Newsletter. There, you'll get weekly gems from me, including what I'm up to, personal lessons, and my courageous action of the week. Once again, that's omolaramd.com forward slash assessment to take the self-assessment. Talk to you soon.